0: This podcast is not suited for younger listeners. The events and people depicted in the show are based on true stories. Any resemblance or similarity to events past or present, or persons living or dead, are entirely a coincidence.
1: This podcast is provided to you by listener support. If you would like to buy your host a one-time cup of coffee, the link is in the show notes.
0: Hey everybody, this is Rosie from The Brain Beyond. Us every week on Tuesdays at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're ready, let's start the show. Here's Jay.
1: Are they true or are they fake? That is for you to decide. When you decide to listen, it's totally up to you, but might I suggest, after the lights are out, put the kids to bed first. Don't want to give the little ones nightmares. And with that, I'm going to let Rosie start our first story.
0: In this first story, a guy grew up in rural Montana on his parents' enormous dude ranch as one of eight children. The brothers were wild when they were in their 20s. They formed a cowboy posse and rode around town together. Cattle would be inspected on the family's three large plots of property which formed a triangle, surrounding some of the remotest rangelands in the state. They stumbled upon a horrific scene in the summer of 1960. Three dead cows were neatly placed in a circle on the ground. Their reproductive organs had been removed, yet there were no apparent wounds. However, no one was ever hurt. The lads recalled that it was almost surgical in nature. Aliens were a hot topic in the United States during this time period. And several local newspapers speculated that aliens may have been responsible. People speculated that reproductive organs had been removed for experimentation by extraterrestrials. They did, however upon a lance on their journey. A menacing letter was attached to the package. It had to be human beings doing this, they reasoned. After then, things began to take a turn for the bazaar. A succession of strange happenings occurred over the following several days. Leaving their horses behind in the back of a stock truck, The brothers first stopped at a small tavern to have a burger. When the brothers left, the horses were crammed into a small space. When they returned, the horse that had been crammed into the midst of the vehicle had magically escaped. Getting one horse unloaded without unloading all the others was beyond their comprehension. After that, a new wrangler at the ranch was gravely hurt when he fell from his horse the following day while earning the ropes. They had all been traveling together, but no one else in the crew saw the crash. It's the strangest thing, they said. The individual was permanently crippled as a result of his injuries. Finally, tragedy occurred a man traveled out to meet up with the brothers and take them on a day's trip on his way to pick up his shipment he saw that the tailgate of his stock vehicle was missing it was unclear how long his horse had been carried behind the truck after she fell off the only option was to put her down immediately to be honest, seeing what happened to his horse broke his heart. We saw the spear, and then these three incidents happened shortly after it. They all seemed to have a strange connection. Circle of dead cows is an analogy for this. Around the campfire, they often retold tales from that memorable summer. However, fresh tales have been received over time and as a result the old ones have fallen out of rotation. Aside from that they are just downright depressing to talk about. In the meanwhile they received a report about a dead buffalo. One of the most distant areas of their property was where they found it. An eyewitness reported Seeing a group of 16 wild wolves, usually this wouldn't be a problem for buffalo, but 16? Possibly. They set off to look into the matter. The bull was seen laying in a snow-covered pasture. However, there were no signs of trauma on its body, such as gunshot holes, teeth marks, or gashes. Astonishingly, no birds or animals had scavenged it. Even the buzzards were absent, which is a rare occurrence. It had lost its reproductive organs, which was another problem. At no point along the mile-long path leading from the closest road to the property was there a trace of human footprints whether aliens or humans were involved, the brothers will tell you they are very convinced. It's the latter. But they prefer the aliens than anything else. After that summer in the 60s, when they saw what humans were capable of, they would rather have aliens than people any day.
1: Rosie, that had nothing to do with ghosts.
0: Now, Jay, Paranormal activity has
1: to be about ghosts. Oh, okay. In that case, I guess you're right. Let's go to our first break. This podcast is provided to you by listener support. If you would like to buy your host a one time cup of coffee, a link is in the show notes. And now, a word from Skillshare. You
0: are not a brand. You are not a job title. You are not a social media bio. Whatever set notion you have about who you are, what you're capable of, what you're supposed to be doing, forget it. You're a complex human being filled with imagination and wild ideas. You can pursue any and all of them anytime you choose. Go ahead. Explore every talent, every interest and passion that no one, not even you, saw coming. The world is full of surprises.
1: But so are you. Skillshare. Well, Rosie, I really like that first story. Even though it had nothing to do with ghosts, it did have to do with the paranormal. So tell me, is our next story about ghosts, or are you going to go off topic again?
0: Jay, okay, I get it. You want a ghost story this time. I have just the story, What Do You Think, about motorcycle riders. And love that was not meant to be.
1: Perfect. Now you got my attention, Rosie. Motorcycles, love. What could go wrong with this story?
0: When a new student arrived to Oxford, Ohio's Miami University, there was a rumor that the town was haunted. To celebrate the launch of the Students on Campus magazine, decided to write about the area's best-known ghosts. However, soon after the publication of his narrative, he continued finding himself thinking about one specific ghost, the spirit of Oxford Milford Road. The roads around Oxford are notoriously hazardous for motorists. One urban legend has it, that your journey may be beset by more than just hairpin turns, oncoming traffic, speeders and inebriated motorists. Oxford Milford Road also has a story that starts with a young Oxford guy on his motorbike. One night he was about to propose on Earhart Road and the guy was in a rush. According to legend, a young man called him a young lady ...in a remote area of town many decades ago. Presumably in the 1940s. As a precaution, he went to the woman's house every night after dark to see whether she was okay with the relationship. As soon as her parents had gone to sleep, the young lady would slip out of the farmhouse and flash the automobile lights three times... After that, her young admirer would speed up on his motorbike. One night prior to reaching his target, the rider was interrupted by fate. The motorcyclist was beheaded by a barbed wire fence after missing a tight curve on the road. Our rider, it is believed, was unturned by mortality and is continuing on the road, Hoping to one day propose to his girlfriend at her home Here is, in order to check the story our young student his girlfriend who is now his wife And a buddy drove out there one night His girlfriend was afraid she might go into shock More soon than he did she is convinced of the veracity of what he was saying he was more worried though that his suspicions that none of this was genuine would be validated as our student drove by the abandoned property that night he had an idea and he presented it to his girlfriend the students called into the farmhouse driveway after reluctantly agreeing to it for a short time he turned off the engine and flashed his lights three times, before pulling over. One light appeared, three quarters of a mile down the road, our pupil remarked, without exaggeration. They could see it begin to move, although slowly. It just kept on coming. His significant other was in a state of shock. It was getting closer every second, As though a crash was about to occur, the car's lights were switched on by the student. Having been found out, he anticipated to see a child fleeing on a bike. However, there is nothing to be found. It was as if the light had just gone out. They exited the vehicle. It wasn't long before they were wandering about, attempting to figure out what they'd seen. They speak about it to this day. They claim to have seen something they can't explain. He and his wife will swear on their lives that the tale is real if you get them to sit around a campfire. To test your own nerve, park for a few minutes on Oxford Milford Road in Oxford, Ohio at night. To get a glimpse of him, Go to the Earhart Road house of his girlfriend and park facing south. By flashing your lights three times in rapid succession, you may notice an approaching ghost motorcycle's headlight, which will then vanish completely, just as it enters the deadly event. If, for some reason, the cycle light does not go out, You should immediately reverse your direction of travel.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode. If you haven't already done so, please visit the show notes. Or if you just want to buy me a cup of coffee, just a one-time cup of coffee. I greatly appreciate it. I do love my coffee. And with that being said, this is Jay Scoville and I am signing off.